1: Record COVID hospitalizations.
0: It's like nothing we've seen before in this pandemic.
1: Presidential push.
2: The most bedrock American rights. The right to vote.
1: Georgia takes college football crown.
2: Who would have thought
1: we'd go all the way? Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Last winter's peak shattered by a new record amount of COVID hospitalizations in the U.S. More than 142,000 as of Sunday, according to the government, as the Omicron variant spreads fast. Here's CBS's Vicki Barker.
0: At hospitals from coast to coast. We are in the midst of another COVID-19 tsunami. One California hospital had 90 patients waiting for 26 emergency room beds this weekend. There were
1: 12 ambulances stacked outside our ER waiting to drop patients off. We had no room. They were just waiting there.
0: Manager Clifford Daniels has staffing problems too. There's
1: so many of them that are out sick and unavailable.
0: New York Presbyterian's Dr. Rahul Sharma says half his COVID patients were hospitalized with other ailments, only tested. Positive when they were admitted, and that he says really reflects the level of community spread, suggesting hospitalizations haven't yet peaked.
1: There's a new deal to get students back into classrooms tomorrow in Chicago. Mayor Lori Lightfoot says officials have worked out COVID safety protocols with teachers.
0: I'm sure many students will be excited to get back into the classroom with their teachers and peers and their parents and guardians, can now breathe a much-deserved sigh of relief.
1: CBS's Elise Preston.
0: In Los Angeles, classes resume today. But students and staff have to test negative for the virus. And so far, more than 65,000 tests have come back positive. For parents like Sharon Obsass her child will be at home for the start of the semester. He started having symptoms, and I did a home test, and he tested positive last
2: night. He will be missing the first 10 days of back to school, sadly.
1: CBS's Stephen Portnoy on coverage for at-home COVID tests. Starting Saturday, private insurance companies will be required to reimburse Americans for their out-of-pocket costs for tests. The covered limit is eight tests per month per person on each plan. Insurers are being asked to point customers to preferred pharmacies and retailers, where if arrangements can be made, the tests would be provided for free. China has now locked down a third city as it deals with a resurgent number of COVID cases, meaning some 20 million people are being told to stay at home. It's believed North Korea carried out its second ballistic missile test of the year. Intelligence officials believe the weapon could be more advanced than the first one tested. President Biden and Vice President Harris go to Atlanta today in the effort to get voting rights legislation passed in Congress. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe. The Biden administration is pushing to pass two new voting rights bills, and the White House says the president today will call upcoming votes on them a turning point in the nation. The first bill would establish national election standards by requiring all 50 states to offer at least two weeks of early voting, no excuse vote-by-mail options for every voter, a national voter ID standard, and same-day voting registration. The second bill would update the 1965 Voting Rights Act the voting rights legislation can't survive a filibuster vote. That means any debate over voting rights is first going to be about potentially changing Senate rules. A bitter Arctic blast has plunged temperatures in the upper Midwest into the single digits. It's in the teens in the Northeast. Heating costs have gone up, and heating oil could get snagged by supply chain issues.
2: I'm getting calls every day from... 20 or 30 people telling me that their oil company can't get to them for two weeks or some are even saying March.
1: Bill Morrell owns a heating company in Portland, Maine, where it was three degrees at sunrise. Georgia beat number one Alabama 33-18 to take college football's national championship. CBS's Steve Futterman at the big game in Indianapolis.
2: A four-decade drought came to an end for the Georgia Bulldogs.
1: Speechless. 41 years. I wasn't alive the last national championship, so
2: tears of joy. Georgia won its first national championship since 1980 and the Bulldogs did it by beating their biggest rival, defending champion Alabama. Georgia came on strong at the end after Scoring just six points for nearly three quarters, Georgia scored repeatedly in the final 16 minutes. Four touchdowns, 27 points, and when the game was over, elation, Georgia coach Kirby Smart on ESPN. How about this university? How about these fans? Georgia had lost to Alabama seven straight times. Last night, it was role reversal. Georgia is now the king of college football. Steve Futterman, CBS News, at the National Championship game in Indianapolis.
1: In a medical first, doctors have transplanted a pig heart that was subjected to gene editing into a human. 57-year-old Maryland handyman David Bennett was too sick to get a human heart, and his son says he had no options left. He realized the seriousness of his condition in the last couple weeks. This was his best hope of getting out of the hospital and having somewhat of a normal quality of life. Doctors at the University of Maryland School of Medicine say the surgery was Friday and the patient is doing well. Plagued by a blood shortage that's been going on for months, the Red Cross has now declared its first ever national blood crisis. Dr. Jennifer Andrews at Vanderbilt University Medical Center treats children who have rare blood disorders.
0: It's dire. There is no other alternative to blood.
1: CBS's Monica Ricks.
0: New blood donors are down 34%, and blood centers across the U.S. have less than a one day supply. The Red Cross blames the shortage on the pandemic, saying it's forced them to cancel critical blood drives.
1: Betty White's death certificate shows the beloved TV star died from a stroke. She suffered six days before her death on New Year's Eve at 99. Police in Orlando have released a recording of the 911 call when the body of Bob Saget was found in his hotel room.
2: We have an unresponsive guest in a room that is no fault.
1: Police say no foul play, no sign of trauma or drug use. The medical examiner says it could take up to four months to complete the Saget autopsy. The IRS warns this will be a challenging tax filing season, blaming the pandemic and a lack of money from Congress. The agency says to avoid delays in processing refunds, file electronically and use direct deposit. The look of 25 cents has undergone change.
0: History. Despite its renting pain, the U.S. Mint has unveiled. shipped out the first of five new quarters coming out this year. It features the late poet, writer and civil rights champion Maya Angelou. She is the first black woman to appear
1: on the quarter. She's on the tail side, on the head side, a new image of George Washington. Next month, the first woman in space, Sally Ride, makes her debut on the quarter. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Australian border officials have launched an investigation into tennis star Novak Djokovic over the veracity of the information he put on his paperwork to get into the country. Djokovic is now getting some practice time in after winning a round in court that allows him to stay in the dispute over his vaccination status. The Australian Open begins next week. That's the World News Roundup for Tuesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.